Thanks for tuning in to the Beyond Normal podcast, where we highlight minority business owners and founders, and we use this platform to shed light on their entrepreneur journey. Welcome to the Beyond Normal podcast. I'm excited to have uh, Nicole Smith, founder of JMS Creative Solutions, uh, where she provides uh, life and emotional intelligence coaching. Thanks for uh, being on the episode, Nicole. Thank you. I'm I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for the invite. Appreciate that. And let's get right into things. Um, You know, we always start off on the Beyond Normal podcast. Tell the uh, audience a little bit about your background. Well, it started... Mm, about 20 years ago, I've actually been in what I call the corporate world or the corporate jungle for about 20 years or so. Um, I started, I started doing what I, uh, what I'm doing now in college. However, when I graduated, I decided to jump into the corporate world and I was just simply, well, I don't want to say simply because I don't want to dismiss that, but I was simply an executive assistant to a CEO in a call center, which was very different for me because Kenny, I'm what they might call bossy (laughs) and I'm a leader. So it was a little different for me having to step back and um, learn to follow, but it was a great experience. So as I morphed my way through um, my corporate career, I moved through human resources. I moved through payroll benefits. And then I moved into the world of learning and development, which is where I I fell in love with what I, I do now. So as I moved through, I realized, you know, I really like to stand up. I really like to facilitate. I really like to speak to people. I like to motivate people. And I realized that that might be my purpose, but I wasn't quite sure yet because I was still young. So as I moved through my career, I moved into talent management, talent development, and then I morphed into leadership development. And that is where I really started learning the good, the bad, the ugly of the corporate world. And I started diving into emotional intelligence because I am a certified emotional intelligence coach. But once I dove into emotional intelligence, it really helped me see how humans, uh, what makes them tick? What are their triggers? What are their biases? What helps them be who they are? So what got me into this whole world, though, I realize now today is when I was growing up, when I was growing up, I had to deal with a lot of emotions, just growing up in a household where I had a parent that was dealing with mental health illness. And so dealing with those emotions, my emotions had to take a backseat and learning how to deal with that. So now as I moved into the adult, my adult life, I got a degree in psychology Um, I got my master's in adult education, and then I got my certification in emotional intelligence. And as a practitioner, I can now administer those assessments and really understand people's behaviors and their emotions. So I realize now today that was, that's, that was my purpose. That was, that is what I'm supposed to be doing. So now what I do at JMS Creative Leadership Solutions is I help individuals and I help organizations and teams understand their behaviors in the workplace, help them understand how, what 
they do every day, how that influences others, how to help them um, be self-aware, how to help them manage um, their behavior, their reactions, and also influence other behaviors as, as well. So it's, it's been a long career, but it's been a fulfilling career because it also has allowed me to write a book. It has allowed me to take the 20 years of my corporate experiences, experiences and put it into my book, 20 Golden Leadership Nuggets, where I don't just stick to theory. It's an easy read book that shows you how to apply everything that you've learned in regards to the leadership theories, your leadership styles, and, and so forth. So it's, it's been a, um, a bumpy path. It's been a rewarding path. But I have to say, I've learned so much. I, like I said, I learned the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it has been, what I have to say, a beautiful journey at the same time. I appreciate you, uh, you know, opening up and giving us that background. Um, you know, one thing that, that stuck out to me the whole time, you, you know, you said you had to take a step back, you know, in college and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, move out of your way, right? And you were kind of leveraging all these experiences that you had throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you even mentioned your childhood, right? Some of those things from your childhood that you remember and you're drawing on those experiences and building that into your business. Um, and, and, you know, it seems like it, it's perfect alignment, you know, based off of the, the things that you've gone through in your life for you to be an emotional intelligence coach uh, for, you know, leadership and, you know, you know, individuals across different industries. Yes. And what, what I realized through is through this journey is that I basically today want to be that person that I didn't have growing up in the corporate world because I started young in the corporate world. I mean, I jumped in the corporate world at 23. And I guess at that age, you're supposed to know what you want to do. But I learned very quickly. I, I didn't. I didn't. And that's probably why I took the, the job as the executive assistant. There are some great success stories of people starting at the entry level of businesses. And then now they're the CEO. I think there's a story of the FedEx CEO that's out there. She started as an executive assistant. And now she's She's running this large corporation. So there are some great success stories. And I feel like I'm one of those success stories as well, because now I'm CEO of my business. But at that age in my 20s, oh, it, it was brutal because, you know, here I go thinking I knew everything. I just graduated. I got out of college. And no, I still had so much to learn. And one thing you said, I had to step out of my own way. There were obstacles and limiting beliefs and just my own self-regard that I had to look at for me to decide which direction I wanted to go in and, and really having to define, define success for me because a definition of success is different for everybody. So like you said, I had to step out of my own way and it, it took some time, but also too, I had to learn to step back and follow because like I said, growing up, I was the bossy one. I mean, I'm the oldest of all my siblings. I'm naturally bossy, okay? But I had to step back. And as a good leader, you know when to step back and you have to know when to follow. Or as they say, lead from the back and let people in front of you believe they're, they're leading the force. And that's okay too. That's, that's okay with me. Yeah, such a well-rounded uh, you know, viewpoint um, and perspective. So I applaud you for having that perspective and, and you know, the experiences throughout your life have, you know, it feels like they've led you to this, uh, this moment where, you know, you're, you know, you're determining your own destiny, right? You're the, you're the business owner. You're the one who takes the good and the bad that comes with that. 
So I want to transition into the next question just around, you know, in terms of being an entrepreneur, in terms of being a business owner, typically there, there's that one moment that sparks you kind of taking that leap of faith. Was there one moment in particular where you decided, you know, I need to start, you know, JMS Creative Solutions? As I sit back and reflect, there were probably a lot of moments I feel like... <laughs> I feel like God said, you know, I'm giving you all these moments and you're not taking them, Nicole. So I feel like there were moments further back years ago that I probably could have started even sooner. But again, I was young. I probably wasn't as confident as I am today. Um, I have to say going through my corporate career, there are many times that I knew what I was talking about. I, I had the credibility. I had the accolades. I had people honoring me in regards to what I was saying or doing or what I was producing or executing on. Um, I had a lot of uh, barriers or walls placed in front of me because I'm a black female. Well, one, I'm a female and I'm a black female. So I, I had a lot of obstacles that I had to get through. I'm naturally assertive, but that moment that you're called aggressive, it, it hits you. Because to me, aggressive means that you are maliciously manipulating the situation to get what you want versus being assertive and including others in your decision, but standing firm on your values and what you stand for. So, you know, there was those obstacles from, um, I have to say, my white counterparts and unbelievably just my white female colleagues because there was like a little competition there. And for me, I'm, I'm an Air Force brat. I grew around a lot of different people. I had to learn to adapt quickly to my environment. So I'm going into the workplace thinking I'm going to make friends and, you know, people are going to like me, but it hit me quick that that's not the case. So I had to deal with those factors and those obstacles and learn how to maneuver, you know, not getting promotions because and fill in the blank. You know, it wasn't because I didn't know the job or didn't know what I was doing. It was because someone was already in place to have that promotion. Um, so as I traveled through my career, um, there was one moment I was sitting at a conference and uh, we were talking about education in just the area that we were living in. And I spoke about leadership development just, you know, competencies and so forth. I think it was like an open discussion. So I raised my hand and here goes Nicole speaking up. And I spoke about leadership competencies and are we teaching any of these leadership competencies in the high schools and, and so forth. So as I was speaking, I noticed that this gentleman kept, you know, was really hanging on to every word. So after the conference, he came up to me and he said, um, you know, what is your background? What do I do? And I told him what I did. And I was heavy into leadership development, instructional design. And, and that's where I begun um, teaching or facilitating on leadership development. And he said, well, I was wondering if you could train my staff on some of this leadership development. And I looked at him like, really? What? And he said, do you do that? Is, do you have that as a business? And I said, no. And it sparked from there. It literally started going from there or snowballing from there. And I have to say, this was a white gentleman in a very rural area who gave this girl a chance. And from there, 
it just, it rolled. And it literally, I have to say, I know, you know, we can talk about this too. But again, I was baffled that it was this white man giving me a chance. But literally, that was a moment that sparked the idea of saying, I can do this as a business. I know what I'm talking about. But also to change my perspective in regards to race, um, looking at the white male differently, looking at the white female differently, looking at just adapting and looking at people differently and who was going to give me a chance and not basically putting everybody in one bucket. So when you ask what sparked the idea, it sparked the idea for me to start my own business, but it literally sparked my idea in regards to diversity and inclusion and lots of other things that started me going in my business. It was, it was very eye-opening for me. And from there, here I am about 14 years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very powerful because, uh, you know, I've been seeing a lot of, um, just given the current climate, the stats that are coming out and a lot of the stats say, you know, essentially 80% of decision maker positions, 80%, no matter the industry, no matter if it's uh, politics, if it's corporate, 80% 80 of those power decision making positions are held by, you know, uh, white uh, employees, uh, you know, just counterparts, right? Um, and significant amount of that is uh, Caucasian males. Exactly. Um, so, that, that experience that you're having there, it kind of lines up with what the data has been telling us, you know, for the last 50 plus years um, that we need to have that, you know, kind of people call it allyship, but we need to have some partnership when it comes to, you know, sparking these ideas like this. And it just takes that one moment, right? It comes like that, just a snap of a finger Absolutely. and then you're off, right? Absolutely. Well, what it helped me with was I started getting discouraged because in my mind, I'm going, people are not like this. There are not people out there that'll hold another person back from, you know, succeeding in their career. Remember, this was early. This was years ago for me. And I'm going, no, people are not like that. People are not like that. But I started getting little nuggets that started to maybe discourage me a little bit. So when this gentleman approached me, I, I was thrown back. I was like, well, wait a minute. One, he, he thinks I, he thinks I'm smart. He thinks I know what I'm talking about, but also too, to the point of it, it helped me see how I needed to build and maintain relationships, or as you said, to get allies to have allyship, but also to see how to work the system, how to work the system. How, I mean, this was a big organization that was asking me to come in. This was a government, you know, association that was asking me to come in. This was huge. So it taught me so much and it taught me how to deal with conflict the next time it came around in regard, if it had to deal with race, if it had to deal with a white man, a white woman, a black man, a black woman, it, it taught me how to adapt and it taught me how to adjust my behavior. Okay. Remember emotional intelligence. It taught me how to deal with the situation that was coming at hand. And so it, it, it was very eye-opening. And to this day, I still thank this gentleman for giving me the chance. He gave this girl a chance and it, it helped a lot. But again, I had to, to adjust myself when that next person didn't give me 
a chance or when that next person didn't give me a chance based off my race. Mm -hmm. And so it taught me, all my development has taught me how to deal with those certain situations. So it was very eye-opening. That was an experience for me I will never forget. And it, it's, it's like I said, it, it sparked me on my way. I appreciate that. And so want to pivot a little bit because, you know, you, you've drawn on these experiences that you've had one by one and you're building it um, and culminating it into, you know, you running your business, you know, can, can you speak a little bit about, um, you know, I call this next part, you know, kind of earning your lumps, right. You know, taking your lumps in terms of being a business owner. Can you speak to something that, you know, you've learned through the process of being a business owner that you, you know, would have loved to have when you first started your business, just so people can get that perspective of, the bad that may come with um, right. being a business owner. Right. Let's see. Um, if I could tell the younger me what to do to, you know, uh, to help her today. I, I learned through this process, you have to be grounded in your values. You have to be grounded in your values. And um, when I coach other individuals, I'll ask them, what are your top five values? And they won't know. They don't know they start giving characteristics of what they want to see in another person. Okay. That's great. But what are your values? You know, I stand on integrity. I stand on faith. Um, I stand on having fun, you know, it's, it, so it's, what are your, what are your values? Having groundness or having being grounded in your values helps you make decisions in your business. It helps you problem solve. It helps you stand firm in what you know. When you do not have your values grounded, you're all over the place. You, you, you don't know what decisions to make because you're not grounded, okay? So if you know, okay, this, this, I'm going to partner, for instance, with this vendor because, and what are these values? Because we, we value the same thing. Um, you know, we value diversity in regards to how we work together. We value respect and so forth. Well, then I can make a decision easily to partner with this other vendor. If you're not grounded in your values, you're all over the place. You're fumbling, you know, you're, you're what they call flighty. Okay. You, you can't make quick decisions. You can't problem solve because you don't, you don't know yourself. You know, I wish when I started my business that I had firm values that now do know your values will change over time. They evolve because you evolve as a person. So your values will change, but making sure you're grounded in those. I wish somebody would have told me that a long time ago. Also to understanding the difference between your purpose and your passion. I have lots of passions. There's lots of things I like to do. I like to speak, I like to facilitate, I like to motivate, I like to help people be the best version of themselves, you know, but I also like to do a lot of other things, but I have to think of my passions and make sure that they fulfill my purpose and my purpose is uniquely defined or uniquely ordained for me, okay? Other people may have the same purpose and that's great, but I know that I stand firm in my faith. That's what's for me is for me and my business Long time ago, I wish somebody would have said, hey, Nicole, what's your purpose? Because I was just going because somebody said I was good at something. Okay, that's great. So having values, knowing and standing firm in your purpose. But the third thing I'm going to say is know your business. You have to have a business mindset. 
And if you want to be an entrepreneur and run your own business, you have to have a CEO mindset. You have to have a CEO mindset. You walk around proud that you're CEO of your company. You have to have a CEO mindset, but a CEO mindset means knowing your business, understanding that when you run your business, you are making decisions for your business. If you're making decisions just to make money, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You have to run your business that's based on your purpose. You have to understand what you're trying to accomplish. You have to understand that you are providing a solution to others, to your consumer. Everything else will fall in place. So you have to have the right mindset. This is why sometimes, you know, there's this, there's this um, rumor out there that sometimes people don't want to work with, you know, minority-owned businesses because they're, you know, they don't have it together and so forth. And sometimes it seems kind of janky a little bit and so forth. This is where I say, let's, let's, let's stop that rumor. Let's stop that myth. Let's bust that myth. Know your business. Know your offer. Know the solutions that you provide and you walk around with a CEO mindset and you understand your business. I appreciate that. So passion and values were the two big words that came from that uh, for me. And those are strong words. Yes. Um, those your passion falls into your part. Make sure it, it flows into your purpose. Got it. Got it. Passion and purpose. I, li I like that. And those are, Again, those are strong words. Like you said, your younger self probably didn't hear them too many times. But once you hear them and somebody defines them in some form or capacity for you, then you start thinking along those lines. It like opens up this door that just it's a good door to go to, you know, open up and, and go into that room. That's a good that's a good space to be in. Exactly. And, and if you know your purpose, you're not all over the place. You can hone in on the solutions that you provide in your business. And, 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 and hone in on that, stay on that, on that path, or as I say, stay in your lane. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's lots of things, you know, I, I, I take pride in that I do leadership development, but there are just some things I am not going to target. There's just some things I'm not going to dive in on because that's not my lane, but do know I will support other business owners. So if I know that somebody else's lane, I will tell that consumer to go over there because that's mm -hmm. just not, that's not my purpose. And so we just need to make sure we understand that when we are diving into our business and wanting our business to be successful. I like it. And so, uh, you know, you talked a lot about um, passion, purpose, you know, you know, what's driving us right now. I think the, the conversation being had really nationwide, globally around just uh, some of the social inequities that are going on uh, across society. It doesn't really matter what segment there are. Uh, some glaring issues, you know, can you speak a little bit about, you know, how the kind of some of the, the conversations around social injustice, you know, how they're affecting you personally in 2020? Um, sure. How it's affecting me personally, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a minority owned business. I, I am a black female. Um, how it's affecting me personally, I have two black sons that I'm raising. I have a 21-year-old son and a 15-year-old son. And trust me, they see what's going on. I, my husband is Black. So it's affecting me personally. I have to make sure that my, the men in my family are, are in a good mental state, okay? I have to make sure that they understand what's going on, especially my two young men, making sure that they don't 
react inappropriately, I guess, making sure I provide, you know, that comfort between the, the stimulus that they have and the reaction that they want to give. I'm providing that comfort in between just as their mother. Okay. It's tough because also too, as a black female, it's, it's affecting me as well. So many times, you know, people ask me how I'm doing and I'm that type of person. I'm fine. I'm fine. But it has affected me. It, it has affected me and my mental state. I realized, especially this year, this is, this has been going on forever <laughs> for, for, for at least in my time. And I have to step back and see how this has affected me emotionally because here I am trying to coach others in their emotional intelligence. And I have to step back and see how this is affecting me. But what I want people to know is that I am a black female. And even though I'm a black female owner or, or I'm a business owner, this still affects me. Okay. And so this is where I ask people to have a little bit of empathy for each other. I need, I need my, um, circle to understand, you know, that, that I have pain in this as well. I want them to feel the pain, my pain in, in their heart. And that that's with empathy as a black female business owner. And I try to make sure that my brand is on point, but I can't hide the fact that I'm a black female business owner. I can't, I can't hide that. So this social unrest is is affecting me and it is it is bothering me do i go about my business differently um no i still do business i still target my audience i still do my lead generations um if i get on the phone like a sales call and honestly if i feel that this is not going to be a good fit because remember i talked about values I feel this is not going to be a good fit because it doesn't align with my values. I won't take on that client. I won't because I'm standing firm in my values. And this is where I say, staying firm in your values. You'll be able to make those decisions very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, I do have clients that want to talk about it and that's fine. I do have clients and organizations that want to ask and just they're curious and that curiosity is needed. Ask me questions. How am I doing? How's my family doing? I love that. I will share with you. I will share with you. Overall, we're doing fine. Does it disgust us, disgust us and make us frustrated with the things that we see on the news? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I have, I have to have people understand that, yes, I'm a business owner, but my family and how my family's mental state is during this time comes first. Mm -hmm. And that's very important to me. Very important to me. No, very, very great perspective. Uh, it was very powerful just now hearing you speak to if there's no alignment when you when when you're on a prospective client call, you you know you've got that you've got that authority as the business owner to say you know not at this time you know there's just not a fit, and so that's a very that's a very powerful thing to have. I feel like, and not a lot of people put enough emphasis on having that kind of you know, alignment in your life. You spoke to essentially work-life balance and, and it seems like you're, you figured that out for yourself. And, and, and yes, I figured it out. And I like to say, I figured it out today. Tomorrow may be <laughs> another day, but, and that's just it. It's okay. This is where I, I, I tell, you know, individuals that I work with and I speak with today could be a good day. I'm, I'm a rock star. I'm banging this out. I'm not going to let that, those outside forces bother me. And then tomorrow it hits. 
and 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 that's okay. But one of the things when I when I speak with organizations, especially organizations now that want to help in the fight of equality, diversity, inclusion, equity, yes, yes, it is time now to have those uncomfortable conversations. And JMS can help with that. We can have listening sessions, you know, we can have unconscious bias training, but it can't just stop there. I have actually turned clients away that just want to do a 60 minute training on diversity and inclusion, especially now in the time that we're in today, they just want to do a 60 minute training. And I literally will ask them, what is that going to do? What is that going to do? We need to have sustainable change. We need to make diversity and inclusion part of that workplace culture. We need to make it part of us and part of who we are because that is who we are. So we have to ingrain it in ourselves. So if you come to me just wanting a 60 minute training, yeah, and you're not willing to do anything else to sustain this and make truly your workplace culture inclusive, then it's not a good fit. We're gonna create this diversity inclusion. We're gonna create an initiative in your organization, not just a project. A project has a start date and an end date. An initiative, we just keep going because we keep circling back around to see how we can make it better, how we can make it better, how we can make it better. And we're at that point now where 2020, what is the year of the vision as I'm, I'm hearing, has opened up a lot of eyes. And now it's time for us to not only look at ourselves, the self-awareness, we have to check ourselves, check your biases, check your triggers. We all have biases. But now it's time for organizations to also check their core values and what do they stand on. So as I'm checking my values, organizations, just society as a whole, they need to check their values as well. Yeah, I love that. And I think what you've been speaking to the whole conversation is just around once you feel like you have a good grasp of what your values are, you just compare it to the organizations that you're dealing with, to the businesses that you support, to the people in your life. Um, and there may come a time where it just doesn't, it just doesn't mix and you got to remove some stuff from your life. And like you said, 2020 is a year you know, this is a year where people are taking that time for themselves. A lot of us, we have to because we're sitting at home, right? We're not doing our normal um, daily routine, but this is just a good time to reflect. And I think, you know, I'm excited to see how people come out stronger in 2021. Exactly. I'm, I'm waiting for 2021 to see. And, and hopefully, like you said, they've had a time of self-reflection, self-awareness in regards to emotional intelligence and we're going to come out better on the other side. We have, we're, but right now it's uncomfortable and change usually takes place when you are uncomfortable. Yes, it does. No choice. And, and, and so, uh, you know, I want to, you know, give you some time, um, you know, in closing, you know, I want to give you some time to, you know, let everybody know how they can reach out and stay connected to JMS uh, Creative Solutions and all the things that you're working on. So I, <laughs> there's so much that I'm working on. You know, I, I thought during COVID I would slow down a little bit, but I didn't, which is a good problem to have, I guess. Um, well, how you can contact me, again, Nicole Smith, uh, JMS Creative Leadership Solutions. You can reach me at my website, jmscreatesleaders.com. You can also call me at 
3437. I'm very, very heavy on LinkedIn. I post out there all the time because I like to drop little nuggets for everyone. But you can uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. And then, of course, my email is Nicole Smith at jmscreatesleaders.com. And within JMS Creative Leadership Solutions, we do provide leadership development. Um, I am a certified uh, professional life coach and a certified emotional intelligence coach and practitioner. So what that means is I can provide assessments for you, self-rating assessments for you, as well as 360 assessments. It's always eye-opening when you get other people's perspective <laughs> of you or perception of you. Um, but also to just that leadership development in regards to helping you understand your values, your limiting beliefs, your goals. A lot of people don't have their goals and we have to have goals. But do know that JMS Creative Leadership Solutions coaches the whole individual because what affects you personally rolls into your professional life and what affects you professionally rolls into your personal life. So I do coach the entire person and you will come out with such a transformative experience and I will help you fall in love with that journey of becoming the best version of yourself. So reach out, I'm here. Thanks for that, Nicole. Um, thanks for tuning in everybody to the Beyond Normal Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Beyond Normal Podcast. We can be streamed across all major streaming platforms in addition to YouTube. Come back again.